Welcome to Better Health, Finances, and Relationships. I'm Ashley Cameron Pedersen. I'm a life coach, and I help women that are stuck to unlock their potential. Hey there. I just wanted to give you a heads up that my guest on this podcast episode is talking about the death of her daughter. Um, This may be triggering for some, and if that's the case, I advise you to hop off now. Otherwise, we talk about grief and about life coaching and how it's helped her in her life. And, um, and I hope you enjoy. Bye. Okay. I'm here with Marianne Gudak. She is actually my aunt and a previous client of mine. And now she is a life coach. Um, and I just wanted to talk to her about her experience with um, coaching and um, life experience and um, just give you a little bit more about her. So that if you're interested with working with her, that's something you can do. Um, and she has a really um, unique story. Um, and so we'll just get started there. So, hello. Hi. Okay. So what brought you to coaching with me in the first place? Um, at the time, um, I really didn't know a whole lot about life coaching, but, um, um, your mom and dad had told me that, um, you'd, you know, gone to this school and that you had got your certification in life coaching. So I was aware of it. Um, and in my life, um, at the time, um, my, um, daughter had, was going through a divorce and she, had just had a baby and uh, things weren't going well. And so uh, we moved her back home with us. Um, And it's, uh, it was, it was wonderful having her back home with us and and having her baby here. And we had 18 months um, with them that I really cherish. But that being said, it was also very difficult. It was difficult for my husband and I because we had been empty nesters for a while and um, and our house isn't that large. And so uh, moving her back in with all her stuff because, you know, she had been out of our home for for six years. Um, So, you know, she she had, you know, her stuff and then moving a baby into the into our home. was difficult and not just difficult for us. It was difficult for her also. Um, she was very appreciative that she could, uh, come home and have a safe place, but she was used to being independent and it's hard to move back in with mommy and daddy, you know, when you've been independent for a while and, and you're an adult, you're an adult. Um, she was great at making the best of things and, uh, Also, to go on top of that, I was working a job that I felt very trapped in. Um, We needed the insurance, and everyone probably knows how difficult it is to find a job that provides insurance. And um, so I took this job, and um, it just totally was not something that I enjoyed doing, but felt like it was a necessity at the time. I appreciated it. You know, I, I appreciated it that I had insurance, um, but I, I didn't like what I was doing and I didn't like the environment that I was in. So um, that all being said, 
there was a lot of conflict going on, uh, probably a lot of inner conflict with me. And that uh, created conflict with my husband. Uh, it just, it started to get really heavy and felt like a lot of chaos. And so, um, I don't know, for some reason, I, I just thought about you um, one day and I talked to my husband about it and I just said, I feel like I need to reach out to Ashley and get some life coaching. And, and he was kind of funny about it. He was kind of like, well, what, <laughs> what do you need coaching for? Like, pull up your bootstraps and get tough. You know, it's what I've heard my whole life. And, um, but I just, I just felt like I couldn't do it myself that I needed help. And so that is why I reached out to you. Yeah. And then what did you get from coaching? Like what, what tools, what did you learn? How did it help you? All those kind of things. Um, it's, that's interesting because every time we talked, I felt like I came away with something valuable. Um, you know, I, I kept uh, a journal and as we were coaching and talking, I would just write down like everything that you would say to me and, uh, my feelings when we were talking and, um, and then the next time we talked, there was something even more valuable. And, uh, I think at the time it just helped me to process my thoughts better so that that I didn't feel like so chaotic uh, that I could, you know, process those thoughts and, and turn them around and kind of have more power over, over my thoughts and knowing that I could have power over my thoughts, maybe not, not have so much power over the situation right at the moment, but that I, I did have power over my own thoughts. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, as, as we'll probably get into a little bit later, um, I didn't realize how much your coaching would um, help me in, in the situations that were upcoming. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and just tell me, tell everybody, tell me about what happened after coaching and kind of the story and what led you to become a coach and everything that happened in between there. So, okay. uh, well, and if I start crying, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I think our last coach coaching session was the, the week that I feel like. I think it was that week or the week before. Yeah. Yeah. That my world kind of, uh, came crashing down. So we were, my husband and my daughter and her baby and I were coming home from a, a custody exchange. Excuse me. We were coming back from Heber, uh, Utah, and I live in, in Vernal, Utah. We live in Vernal, Utah. And on the way home, um, it was really dark. The roads were clear, but it was a really dark night. And uh, there was an SUV in front of us. And I'll just, I'll just try not to go into like a whole lot of detail and just kind of uh, 
kind of sum it up because there is a lot, yeah. but uh, he hit a cow and uh, he hit it really hard. And we were able to swerve around the cow. The cow was still in the road and, and was dead. Um, but we swerved around and we stopped uh, to, to check on the man to see if he had been hurt. So we, um, we stopped, we had our emergency flashers on. Uh, I started to get out of the car and had this really strong feeling say to me, uh, for me to not get out of the car. So I closed my door and um, stayed in the car. I didn't realize that my daughter had already gotten out of the car. Um, my husband, was getting out of the car and he turned and saw my daughter, Whitney. Um, she, the man that was in the SUV and my, and Whitney were standing in front of his SUV um, in the, in the headlights. And she, he was bent over and she had her hand on his shoulder. And about that time, there was a driver that um, was coming uh, way too fast. Uh, he was distracted. He was on his cell phone. Um, he was uh, in a pickup pulling a an enclosed trailer with a race car in it. Um, so it was um, a, about a, a, the impact of a semi. He he hit the cow uh, that was lying in the road, and then swerved and hit the back of the SUV which hit um, the man, his name was Cody, and hit my daughter and um, it killed them both. Um, so that's, that's what happened. Um, it, uh, my husband and, and uh, her daughter and I were not hurt um, physically, but, um, it's been a lot of trauma. Um, not only the accident and the death of my daughter, um, but Cody's body uh, was thrown right uh, to the side of my door. And uh, so there's just a lot of trauma. Yeah, yeah. And after that, kind of tell us the story of um, what happened as far as like, in the next year you can be brief you can be as detailed as you want whatever you would like to do and like like what led you to want to become a coach um so this is kind of how i feel about uh grief and uh especially really traumatic deep grief i feel very strongly that we need to grieve um and i've had so many comments um, Ashley and I've kind of talked about this, um, about people wanting to fix you or people not really wanting to see you to grieve because it's, it's difficult for them to see you grieve. Um, and so, uh, so that's, I guess that's what I first and foremost want to say is that for anybody out there that is experiencing trauma or grief, um, give yourself time and allow yourself to feel it. 
because uh, I feel like it's really important. Um, if you feel like you're stuffing it way down deep inside, I promise you that at some point in your life, it's going to manifest itself and it won't manifest itself in a, in a good way. It will either be uh, extreme anxiety or really deep depression. And so I am a really firm believer in allowing yourself to feel. Um, I, I want to say, don't give yourself a time limit, but, um, but I am going to say that if you find yourself years down the road and you're still in that really deep, dark hole, um, I think you probably need to seek um, some sort of help. Um, and, and that is your choice, you know, whether, you know, whether you want that or how you want to be, how you want to live. But for me, um, it, had, it had been about a year and a half. And um, my husband and I were driving, as we go to Salt Lake, we always have to drive by the accident site. And we were driving by the accident site. And it's always really emotional there. It just uh, kind of feels like there's a spirit there. And um, so we driving by and, and we both got really quiet. And then my husband just said to me, have you ever thought about life coaching? And at first it kind of, you know, surprised me. And I said, uh, not really. And he said, I don't want to push you into anything that you wouldn't feel comfortable doing, but I feel really strongly that it's something that you need to look into. He said, I think with what you've learned from Ashley and um, with the things that you've been through in your life, um, that you would just make a really good coach. I think you would be good for other people. And he said, I think it would be very healing for you. The interesting thing about that was as he was talking to me about it, it didn't seem foreign to me. It didn't, it didn't feel crazy. And the minute we got home, I made a, a phone call to Ashley and we talked about it and she kind of gave me, you know, some advice and, and got online, looked at schools. Um, probably the second one I looked at, it just felt right to me. And, um, and I signed up and I dove in and I dove in headfirst. Like uh, I honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, I have a question. I want to touch on this as well, because a lot of times people will say, well, you know, you need to get therapy and those kinds of things. I'm all for therapy. Um, tell me about your experience with therapy. Um, yeah, just a little bit about that. So we, after the accident, we all uh, sought out a therapist um, and he's a really wonderful guy. Uh, we you know we all knew him. He's a friend of ours and we live in a small community. So it's not like uh, where you live in a big city and you have uh, an abundance of therapists. Uh, we only have like a handful here and, um, and we've lived here all our lives. And so uh, we, we know a lot of people, but I also felt uh, like I could trust him because we knew him. Um, I feel like, so we all went as a family and um, 
I, I want to say that on his behalf, I feel like that we probably really overwhelmed him. Um, I, I don't know if there was miscommunication or, or what, but uh, I think he was a little surprised. I know he was a little surprised. It was all four of us. I think he thought it was going to be just like one of us. Um, so I could tell he was extremely overwhelmed. The other thing about it was he was too, too close to this situation. Uh, he was, he was too, he knew my daughter, his son, uh, and his son's wife, uh, were, uh, a couple of my daughter's best friends and, <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I think he felt way too close to the situation. And so, uh, as professional as he tried to be, he was emotional. Mm. And so, um, after we got done with that, um, I think the thing that I felt was that he tried his best, but uh, it wasn't helpful. Mm. And so for me, and, and I know this isn't for everybody, but for me, um, I have a really strong, deep belief in God and in Jesus Christ. And I knew for me that that was going to be my source of therapy. And, uh, and I dove big into that and uh, used them, relied on them. Uh, to get me through my darkest days. Yeah. So that was my therapy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody to get a life coach and not do therapy. I think both, I think they can work together. Well, I think there's a lot of good things. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so tell me about Sorry to move on from that. Tell me a little bit about where you were certified and what like the specialty was. And tell me a little bit more about that, kind of the modalities or whatever you learned. So I um, signed up with, uh, it's called IWA. Um, it's an Integrity Wellness uh, Academy. And it, so it deals with um, like the four, major body areas um, that we are basically all made out of. Um, we kind of shorten it to MEPS, so it makes it easy to, to remember, but it's the mental, the emotional, the physical, and the spiritual parts of, of us as human beings, what we're, you know, what we're made out of. And, and, and this, is, this is kind of how I've been explaining it to my clients, and it seems like it kind of makes more sense. Uh, when I explain it this way, and and this is just my this is my own thing. This is my like my own beliefs, but this works uh, for me. Um, I believe that this this whole creation was made in balance. Um, I believe um, that that is how uh, the the Savior created the earth and the universe and everything. You know that goes along with this. He created it uh, in balance. It has to be in balance or it doesn't work. 
um, the earth spins on an axis and that axis has to be in balance and the sun rises and it sets at a certain time in balance in order for plants to grow and uh, for us to, to get sleep and to wake up and, and all of that is just so important uh, for the balance of not only us, but the balance of all living, all living things on this earth. And, uh, and also with that is, you know, and I'm not a scientist, but you know, the moon plays a big part in that. It plays a big part in the, the low tides and the high tides in the ocean and how that all works. So that being said, it's, it's in balance. Everything, you know, has to be balanced. If, if a big meteor were to come down and it hit the earth so hard that it knocked it off its axis, then the, the earth would be not in balance any longer. And my theory is, is if, if it's not in balance, we wouldn't be able to survive um, because there would be tsunamis and uh, the sun wouldn't rise and it wouldn't set at certain times. And, and so plants wouldn't be able to grow and, and animals wouldn't be able to be fed. And, you know, it would just multiply into, you know, all this chaos. And eventually we would, we would not survive. Um, so, so it was really important to me when I was looking at schools that I wanted to find something that went deeply into balance. And so that's what this school I felt like, um, that is what, what it goes into is, uh, using those four body areas, knowing that we have to have balance in all four body areas in order for us to have a balanced life and a successful life. And, um, so that's mainly what, uh, what drew me to them. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, um, what, what do you coach on? Who do you help? So I have chosen an emphasis in grief and spirituality. And of course, you know, saying grief uh, for the things that I have been through. Um, and I, and I'm going to say, I don't believe like grief isn't just about loss. It's not just a, about like a death. Um, it's about anything that, uh, you know, causes you to be sad. Um, that could be anything from infertility, um, miscarriages, uh, losing your job, loss of income, divorce. Um, you know, there, I mean, there's so many things that go underneath that category of grief. And, um, the one thing that I have found interesting that, you know, some of my clients that have come to me and they know my situation, you know, they'll start out telling me like what, you know, what they are experiencing. And then they'll say to me, but that doesn't compare anything to what you've gone through. And, you know, my answer to that is grief is grief. Yeah. Oh, yes. There are probably, you know, different degrees of grief, but it's still an emotion and it's still something that you need to work through. Yeah. 
it's still valid, even though it's not, yeah, it's not totally, as, mm-hmm. totally, it, you know, and, and it's all different, you know, it's, uh, we feel it differently. And so uh, that, and that is why I wanted to do my emphasis in grief and also in spirituality, just because I feel that spirituality is such a big part of who we are mm-hmm. and, uh, and in helping us to get through the things uh, that we're working on in life. Yeah. And you mentioned, and just as, cause I know your story, you've also dealt with uh, infertility and miscarriages, those types of things as well. So if people are looking for that kind of a thing, it's not like you haven't gone through that. So exactly. I, yeah, I lost uh, three babies, um, all little boys in long-term pregnancies. Um, I experienced about five years of infertility and uh, did all the infertility testing and all that kind of stuff that is not fun. Yeah. And, um, and then our daughter that was killed, uh, was, we adopted her, uh, which is a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then, uh, I got pregnant after her and, uh, the, uh, doctor put me down at about two months, uh, to complete bed rest, I was able to get up to go to the bathroom and shower. Uh, but that was, uh, it. So for seven months I was flat down, uh, in order to, to get him. Um, I did get him full term, so he was worth every second of that. Uh, but during that time, uh, we were also dealing with my brother having uh, terminal cancer and uh, my brother died two months before my son was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I wasn't able to go to his funeral. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's a lot there to, to process. <laughs> yeah, not, not to make light of anything, right? But just knowing that like, if people are looking for help, like, I feel like it's so important. A lot of people say, oh, you know, they don't know what I've gone through. And I'm, I just want to say, Marianne knows what you've gone through. So, you know, on some level, whether it's whatever. And so, you know, just that's what I would uh, just want to put out there. So, right. Um, What are some of the tools and concepts that you use in your work that you teach your clients, those kind of things? I would say probably, uh, the biggest, uh, tool that I use that I find not only to be helpful for my clients, but to be helpful for me is something that you taught me and you taught me right at the very beginning. And that is to use the model, Mm. um, you know, to use the, the circumstance, uh, thought, feeling, action, result model. And I can't tell you how many times throughout the day I use that, um, I've been telling my clients, uh, as I've been teaching them about it, I find it extremely helpful to write it out on paper. Uh, there's something about getting it out on paper that, uh, solidifies it, uh, makes it have worth. Um, but even if, if you're not in a place where you can write it down, just to have that model in your head, uh, to understand that the circumstances, the fact, um, it can't be changed. Uh, and that we have, you know, we have a, a billion thoughts that go through our head, 
uh, throughout the day. And I, and I say even through the night as we're sleeping, yeah. we can't shut them off. <laughs> that, I mean, that's just how, that's how we're made. That's how uh, God created us to have all these thoughts, but we can't have feelings without thoughts. And that's where we have to decide what thoughts we want to create. And we do have the power over our thoughts. And as, as much as, as we think that we don't, uh, we do. And so uh, that's, probably, that's probably like the biggest tool that I use. And then of course, uh, like Ashley, I'm just reading all the time and just soaking up all, all the knowledge that I can. Uh, there's just such good knowledge out there and wonderful tools. Uh, yeah. from coaches and other uh, people that uh, it, it, uh, one thing I want to say too about coaching that I really love that that I didn't really understand until I took coaching from Ashley is that I didn't want to get into anything that I felt uncomfortable with and I, and, and and believe me I'm not saying this because uh, everybody is entitled to 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 teach how they want and everybody's entitled to uh, get help how they want. But I didn't want anything that I felt was a little iffy or kind of weird or voodoo-ish or, you know, like that. I just wanted good, sensible teaching or tools that could help me throughout the day. And for to, and to me, that is what coaching is. It's just sensible um, tools that, and, and, and by having a coach, uh, they can, they walk with you, you know, they walk with you through your journey and provide those tools for you. And, and knowing that you can reach out to them if you're having a, a bad day or a bad moment and say, Hey, what do I do with this thought, you know, is so helpful. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> I love it. Um, what's one thing that you can share with someone right now that's going through grief, struggling, struggling with their grief, whatever that is? What's one thing that you want to share with them? Um, probably that. Uh, you know, I heard so many times when we were first going through this that you know. Um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And honestly, when you're going through something that deep and that dark, you can't see it. And the reality is, and Ashley and I were just talking about this earlier. Um, I think um, you don't wanna see it because you own it and you're just hurting so badly that, uh, that you, you kind of want to dwell in it. Uh, I think it, because for some reason that is the only way it feels valid. Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> uh, but that you can find light. Um, you have to seek it. You have to want it. Um, and you can find joy. And you can dance again. Uh, I think that was one of one of the 
biggest things that uh, I found, um, I've, I've always been an optimist. Um, I've, um, I've always enjoyed joy. <laughs> um, I, I feel like we're like a, a fun family. And so, um, and, and Ashley can tell you if, we're, if we are or we aren't, <laughs> but uh, we just, that's how we have run. And so um, it, it's kind of difficult for me to um, not feel happiness because I, because I want to feel happy. But, uh, but when you're experiencing that kind of grief, uh, that's, it, that's really hard to find. Um, as time went on and I started to get some help and um, I had my granddaughter here, not Whitney's daughter, but my son's daughter here. And I had picked her up and I had the music on. And, and this is another big thing. I have always been huge into music. I, I, it's just been a, a really big part of my life. I grew up in the seventies and I feel like the seventies had the, the best music ever. Yes. And, you know, everyone still listens to the seventies music. And so, um, but after we lost Whitney, I could not listen to it. I, I just couldn't because it just, it felt like it was, uh, it, it was too happy. If, if that makes any sense. Um, I'm a big Keith Urban fan. Um, I couldn't listen to him. Uh, it, it, it just, it didn't feel, it, it just didn't feel right. And I did find, so uh, Ashley's sister-in-law actually sent me a, a CD and it was Lauren Daigle. And she told me to listen to the song Rescue. And uh, I, at first I, I put it on and that song came on and I just thought, okay, this, I, I, you know, I don't understand this, you know, and I think I was just like in a really dark place and uh, probably, I don't know, a couple of weeks or so went by and something just said to me, you need to get that CD out and, and listen to it. And so I did, and I was just alone and I listened to that song and all of a sudden it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, this this is going to be a lifesaver for me. And I listened to her music. I downloaded all her music and I listened to her music over and over and over. And I can just testify that um, I honestly, she pulled me out of some of my darkest moments. But, um, but as time went on, um, I slowly started pulling out my 70s music again and started listening to it and um and, and listening to Keith Urban and I want to say I actually went to another one of his concerts a couple of months ago and that felt really good to do something normal and um but I had had this music on and I I found myself dancing with my granddaughter I had just it was just an automatic I had picked her up and I found myself dancing and 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 I kind of noticed it after a minute and it was kind of like, whoa, you know, what's happening here? Yeah. And so I guess maybe that's the thing that I want to say is that you can dance again. And it may take a while. 
and it may take a while and that's okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. I know it's not easy to talk about, um, but how can people get a hold of you? How can they work with you? Um, tell us all those things. Where can they find you, follow you, those kind of things. You can always reach Ashley. <laughs> She'll point in the right direction. <laughs> and, and, and I want to say, I strongly recommend that you reach out to Ashley. Um, what I didn't go into is that the tools that Ashley gave me through life coaching were such a big part in my healing. Um, that's what I didn't realize is that uh, I strongly believe that God puts people into our paths for a reason. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't know why Ashley was led to do life coaching, but I do know that I was led to her. Hmm. Thank you. So she's a good coach. She's a good girl. Thanks. But I'm going to get back to you. What's, where, what's, your, what's your website? Uh, oh, my website is Marianne, M-A-R-I-A-N-N-M, Gudak, G-U-D-A-C.com. So you can reach me through that, or you can reach me um, on Messenger, or you can reach me um, on my email, which is m.mgudak at gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's, you know, I, I love coaching. I, I really do love it. Um, uh, it's, it's good therapy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And I've been told um, by my clients that, um, that the things that I have taught them have been very helpful. And um, I, I've got one girl that just um, texted me and told me that uh, her, her whole life has changed uh, because of, of the coaching that I've been able to provide her with. And so uh, anyway, um, I just, you know, I believe in uh, it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It's changed my life. Changed, I, I don't know whose life it doesn't change. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> well, I, I saw this thing that the other day and it said everybody, and, and they weren't talking about a life coach. They were actually talking about a, a, a basketball coach that was really inspiring. And one of the comments uh, I, I think she made, she said, everyone could use a coach. And I thought, boy, isn't that true? It's true. Yes. Everyone could use a coach. And Olympia, Olympic athletes need coaches. That's what I always remind myself. So it doesn't matter where you're at in life. Like everybody's got a coach. Like, yeah. if you don't have one. You should probably get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, thank you for sharing that. Um, I want to encourage anybody who, who, resonates with Marianne and her story or just fills that connection to just reach out to her and see what she can offer. You can probably follow her, friend her on Facebook, I'm assuming. So yep. um yeah. And uh thank you. Okay. You Ash. <laughs> I love you. Thank love you. you. 
Thank you for joining me today. If you're ready to get unstuck and unlock your potential, you need to join me for a free session. Just click the link in the description to schedule. Bye.